Hey, 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 good people. Welcome to another episode of the Coach's Notes. This is Clay. And today I want to talk to you about Psych K. And but before I get to that, just touch and base, see how everybody's doing. How are you doing? If you're just tuning in to the Coach's Notes for the first time, this is a personal development oriented podcast in which I kind of share my um thoughts on various different topics that have to do with self-improvement and personal development. And I'm a little rawer than most podcasts that you might listen to. I prefer to, you know, just sit down and have a conversation. So you won't get necessarily all the polished music and intro, outro on this particular version. I do podcasts like that as well. Anyway, this is this is me sharing the inside of my brain in terms of the things that I am investigating, researching, reading about, implementing, uh, observing out there in the field of self-improvement and personal development, as well as stuff that happens inside of you know the, the corporate L and D world as well. Because what I found, what I found. When, as a trainer, you know, I've been a trainer now for 20 some odd years, is that a lot of times when people are not performing or missing something, or there's a gap, is that if you don't win the mindset, if you don't get people's mindsets right so that they can then get out of their own way to absorb whatever it is that they're meant to be learning, that, uh, not much learning is going to take place unless you make sure the mind is in the right space. So although um, I say self-improvement and personal development, this applies to, you know, yeah, yeah, you as an individual and you as an individual with inside of a workplace makes you a more effective and productive member of your teams inside. So, I wanted to share with you because it's that time of year um, where you know we people are making their New Year's resolutions or they've made them, and now it's the beginning of the year and all fired up and charging after your goals and aspirations for 2023. And statistically, and I'm sure you're probably seeing this floating around on the internet and all the various different feeds. Um, that around this time, you know, over half of people have, you know, opted out or dropped out of their goal or resolution that they've they've set. They've slipped back into their old ways um, of doing it. So, and then, yeah, off they go. <laughs> and uh, so this is coming at a at at that time. I didn't intentionally do this podcast for that reason just happened to look at the date as I was talking about um, my own goal refinement process that I was going through this morning on my uh, morning walk. You can catch a video of that um, on the Facebook page or Instagram or, or indeed YouTube, I think it's on. And and so, yeah, so that just kind of worked out. But what I wanted to share with you is some uh, stuff I've picked up from a book that I started reading um, the beginning or towards the tail end of last week. And it's called Psych K. And it's a 
by a um, a guy named Robert M. Williams. Uh, and the book focuses on this method, Psych K, that's P-S-Y-C-H dash K, um, which is a way to access your subconscious mind and, and change your limiting beliefs and behaviors. Quite a timely topic. So again, I think if you're in the um, goal-striving business, that at some point in time, if you're trying to make a change, you're trying to achieve a goal, you're going to come up against limiting beliefs, your limiting beliefs that then, of course, limit your behavior. And so you need a way of dealing with your limiting beliefs. And whether that's you go out and you get yourself a coach who will help you with it, um, or you, you know, you you develop your own skill set at being able to um, approach your limiting beliefs, identify them, approaching them, and then sort of doing something about it. So this book provides an overview of the Psych K method, uh, methodology, um, and how to to do that. Now, I was, um, and I'm always. Yeah, so the book is decent, um, written really well. It's a fairly standard sort of self-help book. Um, But I think I came to it thinking that Psych K was something, um, you know, super revolutionary, something super new uh, methodology. But upon reading... You know, it's, uh, you can see that, and the guy is, is a psych- psychotherapist and he kind of came across this technique because um, he wanted a faster way to help his clients uh, achieve change. And and he does acknowledge the fact that, you know, he's done some NLP work and some hypnosis work. And you can see that in the methodology of the Psych K method is it is very, um, if you're familiar with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, you'll you'll see very much some of the concepts out of there in terms of well-formed outcomes, bringing uh, when any goal that you want to achieve, you know, bringing the end state, the future state that you want to have, bringing it alive in your five senses, you know, what can you see, what are you going to hear, what are you going to feel, taste, or touch as a result of achieving uh, what it is that you want to achieve. So there's that built into the Psyche methodology. Um, and you can also, if you ever, you know, done hypnosis or or uh, going through the process or indeed learned hypnosis, then you'll see some of that methodology in here because part of this methodology for the Psyche is, uh, you know, testing your, um, the resolve in terms of your belief by using uh, a, a muscle memory test that, uh, at least in my experience, I've, I've used whenever I was doing uh, hypnosis or learning hypnosis. Um, it was one of the things that we did um, in the process of, of, of testing whether someone's it was help. It was a way of helping people see the belief that everything happens in the mind, and what you focus on has a bearing on your um, behavior. And so, there's that. That's uh, kind of baked into the Psych K 
method. So, I mean, if you're not familiar with anything I've just said, um, it's a good starter book to um, get into if you're looking at working with changing limiting beliefs uh, and sort of behaviors. If you're serious about attaining the goals that you want, whether that be about weight loss or stress management or self-esteem or, you know, your finances and that sort of thing, whatever, whatever goal you have, um, being able to uh, utilize or having a method for overcoming your limiting beliefs is going to be vital to that because, and again, the, the, you know, the book does go into talking about the mind body connection and, you know, your conscious mind, your subconscious mind and your supra conscious mind or higher self as some people might call it or um, know it as, you know, so there's those three components and how, you know, your conscious mind is, you know, the sort of, um, the abstract mind, the logical mind, the analytical piece of 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 the of the trio, and your subconscious being more of a literal, and mostly takes its input from the five senses, and doesn't differentiate between time. Uh, so time is always happening now, and then of course your higher self, um, being the a uh, parent, if you look at it like that, that um, mediates between and helps the conscious and the subconscious work together nicely. But you have to, and, and part of the, you know, the point of the book and the point of any of this kind of methodology is how precise you are with your um, the, your language, your internal dialogue. What do you think about? What do you focus on? How are you... Um, internalizing that dialogue and how that dialogue writes a narrative and then you kind of execute on that narrative and you know being able to identify when the narrative that you're creating that is a belief that you have inhabited and makes you make it a part of your identity then how that can limit you if it is a limited belief some beliefs are empowering but as I was thinking about the other day on my uh, walk, even you know, positive beliefs, if you take into the excess, um, can get you into some trouble as well. But all of this is a, for me is about bringing this to your awareness or the self-awareness that this process is happening, being able to notice where you are in um, in in your your process, your thought process, your behavior, you know, being able to notice and then being able to take remedial action if you need to, if you find yourself stuck or um, being limited um, by your own self-beliefs. So uh, that's the gist of the book itself. Um, I'll leave a a link to it in the show notes um, if you want to pick up a copy or peruse the table of contents on Amazon and it's there. One of the things I did want to share with you from the book, but just because I think it's timely as well, um, uh, and it was this idea about manifestation or a formula for manifestation, which um, the author outlines in the book. So Robert Williams, uh, he outlines. 
And the formula that he gives for a manifestation is intention plus intent plus meaningful ritual plus action is what leads you to be able to manifest or achieve your goal, the thing that you set out to do. So it's a four-step process that um, he outlines, and you may be familiar with similar processes to that, but let's outline this. It's good. You can use this as you are um, refining any of your goals right now. If you're doing some fine-tuning of your current set of goals that you might have set out for for 2023. So step one is about setting the intention of the goal. So this is about um, deciding what it is that you want. And, and, and that's an important one, deciding what you want. Sometimes we, you know, we go into this thing without a clear intention or actually a clear goal. We know what we don't want, but we don't necessarily state what it is that we do want. So you do need to set an intention uh, or goal. It should be stated in the first person you know, using that present tense. So act as if it's already true. Again, thinking about the, so the subconscious mind and, you know, it doesn't differentiate between you know, the time space or real or unreal. You know, it's, everything's always happening now. And you want to reflect, you want it to be um, reflected uh, or reflection of what it is that you want to do rather than what you don't want to do. So instead of staying, you know, um, you know, you don't want to be unhappy um, or don't want to be depressed since, you know, say what, in plain language, what is it you want? You know, I I am happy and content. And I know sometimes people struggle with that aspect because it's a bit weird, if, especially if you're not feeling like I am happy and content, then um, it kind of can feel a bit weird. But in order to reach the subconscious mind and have the effect, it needs to be in that present tense. It needs to be stated in the positive because your subconscious mind doesn't pick up on the negative aspects. So, and, and as I said earlier, you know, just define it in uh, sensory-based language. So, you know, the visual, auditory, kinesthetic sort of language. Um, so what is it you can see, hear, feel, which is the big three, but also, you know, the smells and taste would form a part of that as well. And the more alive you can bring that, um, sensory language into your sort of subconscious mind, the better the communications with that, um, you know, that portion of your sort of psyche. The step two is about um, checking for intent. So decide whether you really want it and then what are the sort of ramifications it might have on your life if you get it. And if you're into NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, you may recognize that as the ecology check. So you want to see, is this a thing that you really want? And then if you do get it, what is the effect that it's going to have on you, the people around you? So what's, so if you get the result, what's going to be different? What's going to change around you? How is it going to affect other people in your life as well if you get this? Um, it is the, so this is that emotional component of the 
the, of the process is to you're checking in with the emotions, both how it represents for you and how it's going to affect um, others around you that then will have an impact on you, of course. So this, uh, you know, check in for your intent, your solidifying your desire and your commitment to achieving, you know, the goal. And I think this is a very important point um, because if you, if you have this goal, but it's just, you know, it's just because it sounds nice and it seems like a thing to do, but in actuality, you don't really want it, then chances are you aren't going to get it because actually you didn't really want it. So when you come up against an obstacle, if you come up against, you know, any difficulties, you know, there's nothing that's going to, you won't push, push, push through it because it's just not that important to you and you would like to have it but you didn't really um want it because if it's something that you really want then you'll stay the course um and stick through the uh difficult times or the challenges that might arise in pursuit of your goal so you want to ask yourself you know is it really something that you want is it really worth wanting it are you emotionally invested in getting it so how important to you is it and what would happen if you didn't get it how would, what effects would that have and again you know what are you sort of sacrifices are you willing to make or not make in order to achieve the particular goal that you're after step three of this process is about communicating your intention to your subconscious mind. So again, we're talking about the psych K method of uh, formula for manifestation. So communicate your, and this is step three, communicate the intention to the subconscious mind. So identify a meaningful ritual or activity or process for communicating with your subconscious mind, such as, and the author says, you know, Psych K is a, a ritual that you could use, like this four-step process, that, or prayer, or visualization, or affirmations, uh, religious rites, vision quest, um, any one of the numerous healing modalities. So just some kind of ritualistic activity that helps you identify um, meaning, that solidifies it, the meaningfulness of what it is that you are wanting to do so and again from a subconscious mind um and this 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 emotive aspect here is what helps solidify in that space so whatever you give meaning and importance to will help so find identify that thing so um yes again this will help you to you know, have that communications directly with the sort of subconscious mind um, in that. And then step four in here, uh, and, and by the way, just, you know, the step three, all the steps are important. Step three, the subconscious is the thing that's going to help you bring about the thing that you want to bring. So it is important to make sure you get this step right because you're having that direct conversation or that direct connection to your subconscious mind 
and that will make things aligned. And this is, again, helping you to align your sort of conscious goal and your subconscious mind, make sure they're aligned and in tune together so they're working together and not against each other. And the fourth step, lap step, and this is always important in any change methodology that you find yourself investing time in, and that is the take action. So that's the step four. And using your intent from step two, take action or actions to manifest the potential um, that's available to you as outlined from your ritual in step three. So, yeah, if you don't take action, all the thinking about and meditating on ritualizing without any actions, you know, again, nothing's really going to happen. So again, um, important step. And as always, I think with actions and actions, you know, don't oft, always have to equate to, you know, gigantic actions. It can be small things that, that leads to bigger things or take the bigger things and uh, chunk them down into smaller actionable sort of tasks so that you are, you know, however small or however big, you're taking steps towards um, your goal and its realization. So the action bit is super important as well. So all four steps are super important because it falls apart if you get any one of these steps um, or if you skip over it or don't you know, really bottom out any one of the steps and you decrease your chance of achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve. So, yeah. So I think that's a good process. If you're in that space right now, as I said, it's quite timely because um, you're in that midway of January to over the hump space in January and, you know, either just continued on or be a bit backslid or you're putting some stuff off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I get through this bit, I'll get back onto it. So, yeah, if you're finding yourself in that space, just revisit what it is that you um, set that you wanted to do, your goal, your resolution, your, you know, your, what do you want to achieve in 2023 and just run it through those four steps. Okay. And as I said, I'll, um, I'll link, put a link to that book, Psych K, the missing piece, piece, piece spelled P-I-C-E and piece P-E-A-C-E in your life. And it's a very short book, so it wouldn't take you long to um, read it. And I think the whole point of the book was to, you know, introduce you to the methodology, show you some practicalities of it. Um, but of course, um, it's its own uh, practice as well. So some people do go away and get certified in the methodology um, and then become practitioners of it. So um, I'll leave that with you. And that's it. I think that's it for the coach's note today. Um, I'll just throw in there and add in and something that I want to do more and get better at doing is I tend to just make content and put it out there just because I love sort of making stuff. But 
do realize that I need to do my plugs at the end and beginning or wherever it sits. But uh, if you made it this far, uh, you liked this particular episode, then please like it. And some wherever you're listening to it, whether you're, you know, I don't know, it was a like or a heart or wherever you're, wherever you're listening to the Agburn thing at, then go ahead and like it and then share it on your socials, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever. Um, but just send it along if you like as it's a way of helping me out. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> it's a way, one, it, Helps lets me know that you know okay yeah it is worth making content like this, um because you know people got something out of it and two a way of showing that yeah okay yeah I like that this thing was good, and um, maybe it might be useful to someone else as well so I will share it along, and then we can all be good and happy and I'll continue doing what I do. And be all feeling warm and fuzzy because you liked and shared it. <laughs> and if you're really feeling um, in the mood, commenting would be even better just to have a little bit of uh, dialogue. So I'm really about the dialogue. I, you know, the the likes don't, yeah, the likes are, they're okay. But, uh, you know, I, you know, yeah, but what, yeah. What am I saying about that? So, yeah, the likes are good because, you know, at least I know someone listened to it, but I like to hear people's thoughts as well because I'm all about conversations and talking because I learned better and learn more when I get into dialogue with people about things. So do that. Also, check out the main site, and I know it's moved around a bit. So if you've been listening to the coach's notes for a while, um, kind of shift websites from time to time, but everything's over at claylow.com now. Um, any of the stuff that I'm doing in the self-improvement, personal development, professional development space, it's all driven out of the claylow.com website. Okay, awesome, cool. See you out there somewhere, either in real life or in cyberspace. Have a good rest of your day, afternoon, or evening.